How's it going and welcome to the Try Time Podcast. Stay tuned for your weekly dose of rugby league chatter, discussing what's happening in the world of rugby league. Hello, welcome back to the Try Time Podcast. I'm Callum. And I'm Matt. And today we're going to be talking all things Championship and League One. We're going to start off going through the signings and then we're going to move on to the kits, a bit like more light-hearted stuff. So yeah, I'll move over to Matt, who's got all the signings down on his phone. So as was last time, there's a lot of signings. Can't really remember them all off the top of my head, particularly for someone that probably watches about five games of below Super League things a year, whatever's put on the Our League app. Yeah. So, without further ado, we'll kick off with the Championship and Battler. Now, as some of these players will be a bit less known than the Super League ones from last time out, we're going to quickly go through the players, and if there's anyone in detail to talk a bit more about, we'll touch over that particular move. So, in terms of Battler there, ins for the year, Ben White from Barrow, Luke yeah. Hooley from Wakefield, Lucas Walshaw, Dale Morton, both from Dewsbury, Sean Pick, Sheffield, Jack Blagborough from York City, and arguably the biggest signing from Battler, Sean Lunn, Hull Kingston yeah. slash Leeds Rhinos. Yeah. So I'd say a lot of the signings, and taking Lunn out of the like, equation, a lot of the signings are like. Uh, just solid championship players that are like championship survival's June. definitely the aim with this season yeah, to yeah. move further away from that danger zone yeah, yeah they're just good solid championship players that'll definitely do a job for them they're not going to blow anyone away but they're just going to do the job and then with Sean Lund, that's a really big pick up great defensively middle great obviously just a leader experienced I think they could shock a few people about the team like team like that as well as obviously the players they already had. As well. Yeah, and it's not too often you get a grand final and league leaders shield winner come through the door at championship uh, mid level. Le- mid level championship club, yeah, definitely. Moving on to uh, the part of the episode you've been waiting for. Oh god, this is Bradford. Rowan Mills, okay. Although, even though we're our player already, so. Yeah. Kind of don't count us in it. Adam Brooks, also alone from Hawkingston. Yeah, good play. Are they your feeder club or something this year? Well, it's, well no, where, where their feeder club by the looks of it. Greg Johnson from Salford. Yeah. Anthony England from Wakefield Trinity. Yeah. Sam Barlow from Drug Banzaros. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. unattached. Yeah. And Levi and Zongu, Hull FC. Yeah, good signings. I mean, we haven't blown any... <coughs> I've blown anyone away with them signings, but they're very good players. And I think we'll shock a few players. I don't think we'll be amazing, because we've lost a lot of good players. Uh, but I think some just good pickups, smart pickups. Probably not going to cost us too much money either, which is what we kind of need to be cost-effective. Not living as means this season. Don't definitely. we know Bradford and cost-effective? Yeah. How that goes. So I think the good signings. I think player like Barlow, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be a bit of a wind-up merchant. It's kind of what Bradford have missed for a couple of years is someone in middle who's like, ain't afraid to sort of throw a punch or two. You know what you need in the championship. It's not the same as Super League. It's a different game. Yeah, that's fair. 
more or less points than last year. A lot of talent's gone out the door. We People forget that last year we lost some questionable games like away at Wigan to Witness where arguably we should have won. You also some, won some questionable games yeah, like yeah. at home to lead. Yeah, but that's not in the league. But what I'm saying is like we was only, I think, one or two points off of Fev who came fifth and ended up getting to like the playoff final. So we was actually not. We actually had a really good season last year. No Hitchcocks, no Webster, no Ethan Ryan. Basically, his whole backline is essentially no gone. Minchella. Uh, less points than last year, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, solid, solid attempt to make up for some of those players. Yeah, it just is what it is, isn't it? You got to do what you got to do. Now, Dewsbury, very active in the transfer market, as always. Matt Fleming, Chris Anakin, Dom Speakman, Fraser Morris, John McGrin. Sounds very much like John McGinn. I'm definitely going to make that mistake <laughs> at some point this year. Jason Walton, Sam Moorhouse, Sonny Esselmont, James Thornton. God, this list goes on and on. Davey Dixon, Connor Scott, Morgan Punchard, Will Oaks and Tommy Braley. Good signings. Obviously, it's a big turnaround by the looks of it, but... Some good young players, some good experienced players, some good like Super League experienced players like Anakin, who's only young, Will Oaks as well. Like, there's some young players. Yeah, already in. coming out the door from Hull despite only being picked up this year. Yeah. We said there were probably a lot going to instantly leave on loan. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad there. I think, again, a bit like Battler. Steady. Looking to get away from the danger zone a bit more. Yeah, they should be fine. We think. On to Featherstone now, the runners-up last year, and arguably probably one of the favourites again, would you say, for promotion? Top five favourite stuff, like top five lock-ins, lock I think. But we'll speak more about that on, like, in the new year, we're going to have the Prediction predictions video. Once the signings league. are a bit more confirmed. Yeah, yeah, once we know a bit more. like. And also, once we've Fethers. been to a few more pre-season games, be it for our clubs or others. Yeah, definitely. So, we have a few lined up, which we will talk about a bit yeah, more. Yeah, a bit going into depth about future. some of the games and some young players that are coming through and stuff. In terms of Fed signings then, Craig Hall instantly looks to stand out from Hull KR. Yeah, I would agree. He'll be joined by Jake Sweeting, Brett Ferris, another big name there, grand final winner, league leader. Dale Ferguson. Yeah. I swear he was at Featherstone last year. He was, but I think he might I have think been his on contract the contract expired then he picked up, yeah. yeah. Um, Dean Parata, Louis Jouffre, Alex Susino. God, they're really challenging these pronunciations <laughs> compared to some. Thomas Mins, that's a bit easier yeah. to say. And Ben Blackmore from Sheffield. Uh, definitely ben, looking at promotion definitely really. like I think an underrated one is Ben Blackmore the last one you said because I've watched him for Sheffield for a couple of years and he is a, he is a really good winner I'm, I think, I think well, he, Ferris will actually pull his weight do at a that job, level do a job yeah I would say that. I think they'll be top five definitely I honestly could see Featherstone going up this year could you yeah, I think more so than last year. Oh, Pop filter's gone. Yep, and this time it's not you. Fortunately, I can actually stand this up a bit quicker. <laughs> Halifax. Uh, again, not too many players, but focus more on pushing for the top five. Paul Braley, Matt Garside, Scott Griggs, Keegan Hurst, Tom Gilmore, Keel Carlisle and Jody Broughton. Again, solid signings. They'll definitely push on. Not as impressive as Fev signings, I'd say. But they've got to be up there 
you know, like they're going to be challenging for top five. Which had a yeah. disappointing year in the league last year. There was very poor with Halifax. Did they win the got to the semi finals of the Challenge Cup? Yeah, there? that's what, I think that kind of was a sacrifice where they kind of went for that, which is fair play to them. Like you do what you you do what you do, you do what like you want to do. But I think this year they want to like be top five in the league. Cause it's a big opportunity to get to Super League. Probably got yeah. a ground that's not too far off either, to be fair. Oh, the ground would be fine in Super League. There's worse grounds in Super League. Yeah, I've been to Definitely. Boucher a few times. It's a pretty it's decent all right, stadium, actually. Yeah, actually. I know. Yeah. It's a good away day. It's a good the away day. The car park at the South Park pretty cheap in as well. Yeah, yeah true. Easy, easy access, like exactly. bus train. We're just picking up Halifax now. Apparently Next so. stadium. Yeah, travel to Halifax, everyone, apparently. <laughs> We're not on commission. <laughs> um, on to Lee Centurions, another team very much pushing for a Super yeah. League. Ryan Innes, Matty Wilder, Ben Ben Helliwell, Nathan Mason, Callum Field, Nick Glower, Danny Addy, Mark Ioane, Craig Mullen, Josh Woods, and the big name Jared Sammer. All good signings. I think they're they are very good signings. What best that we've seen so far in terms of signings, like they maybe had a bit of a way to go, I think, because they were in and around the top five, but probably not really a team you'd yeah, have put they money got on knocked by, on out by squad. Yeah, they got knocked out by Fev last year in the first round of the, pretty convincingly actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I could see, like, no, I think something different will happen. I don't think they'll be like that again this year. I think they'll push on. I, I think, think it's Sam going to be tough at the top. Player. I think it's going to be t- tight at the top. <coughs> basically, the main reason London got promoted. Yeah. Danny got, Addy's yeah. got experience at the highest level. Ioane looks very good at Yeah, all, got, all good championship players as well. Like, all good players who were, like, established in championship. Like, Danny Addy. Yeah. Played a lot of championships, sort of thing. Moving on to London Broncos, and again, they'll be looking for a return to Super League. Yeah. Dan Norman, Oli Ashel Bott, Josh Walters, Reese Curran, Jordan Williams, Corey Aston, and Tuoyo Igodo, their signings. Good signings. This year. Have you got it? There we go. Yeah, good signings. Uh, but I also don't think that that's going to be enough to. Send them back up, but I think they could, but because they have lost a lot of players. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's what we're that. not really including here is like the outgoings, but I know that London have lost a lot of players. They have, yeah. You look at the destinations they've come from. Obviously, Igodo from Cass, Corey Aston, probably the biggest yeah. signing there, Castleford. Yeah. Arguably will replace Samet, which they lacked last year. Yeah, yeah, they did. They, yeah, I'd agree. But in terms of everyone else. Couple from Widnes, Featherstone, London Scholars. They're not really ambitious promotion chasing signings. No, no. They'll be top and don't five get me wrong, they did a good job on a low budget last year. Yeah, true. And players like Josh Walters will be a good addition despite only coming from Featherstone. Yeah, definitely. But maybe top five, but I don't potentially fancy them to get to the million pound game. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. On to now Oldham, and I'll admit that I don't think I know a single name on here. So this could be interesting to talk about in more detail. Declan Kay, James Worthington, Lewis Charner, John Hutchins, George Sherry, Dan Abram, Harry Aronson and Adam Brock. Very much Brexit rugby over here. I know like uh, some of them good players like... Um, 
Adam Brook, who well, Adam Brook used to play came from Bulls Academy, sort of like Championship League one level, sort of decent halfback. What, what else have you said? Lewis Charnock, again, I've seen him play for Bradford before. He's sort of that, just a good halfback who Bradford can play. Again. And then uh, Worthington, good enough. I just think they're just good signings, but I don't think they're going to like it's all of them at the end of the day. They've just been promoted from League One. They're not going to break the bank, I don't Survival. think. Survival? That's what they're going for. Whether or not they get it is questionable. Not on all of them. It's on how good certain teams do. Like Swinton last year were absolutely unreal and completely surpassed their expectations. To be fair, they have been signing from the likes of Barrow, Rochdale, Dewsbury. They are trying to get championship players in. Yeah, yeah. They're not just thinking, oh, if we go down, we've got a good squad for League One again. Yeah, true. So, we'll wait and see what happens on that. On to Sheffield now. A few names I do recognise on here, thankfully. Uh, Zach McComb, Robbie Ward, Isaac Farrell, Scott Wielden, Rob Warinsey. Rob Warinsey? Yep, that's how you pronounce that. Connor Bauer, (coughs) Frankie Mariano. Some good signings like Rob Warinsey. I can't believe Mariano is still playing. Established winger in Championship, especially. Gonna be good. Uh, Robbie Ward Robbie will be Ward, a decent yeah. player, hooker slash halfback. The one typically I, in his time at the least. The one I do like for Sheffield is Isaac Farrell from Huddersfield. I think yeah, saw him a lot last year. Good sort of young player. I think that's definitely a good signing. I think Scott Wielden will probably do a job as well from Featherstone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's one. Of, he's just one of them big sort of championship. Well, played a bit of Super League early career, and now yeah. he's got to the championship. He's adapted his game, and it suits him more. And he's doing doing well. Isn't he? Obviously, he's getting getting contracts. So. Yeah, could be an okay season for Sheffield. Yeah, they'll One definitely the push last season. of last season. Uh, and they definitely, I think, will do the same again this year. Yeah. I think you got to look at literally. It's got to be what it was last year. There were probably six top. There were top six really. I know they were top seven too, because there were five who got the playoffs. Oh, then there were, two that there were there Brad, Bradford that missed Bradford out. And Sheff, Bradford was sixth and Sheffield was seventh. So they were them two challenging. And then you've got... So then you down, had you had Hughesbury Brad, and Batley then Squinton no, and you had Halifax, who had a really poor season, obviously, yeah. up championship, and you had Windows, who had the point deduction. Otherwise, they'd have been up there with like Bradford and Sheffield. And so I'd like to think Halifax will be in the question again this yeah, year. There's so nine looking, sides, really, nine, so that could nine, go up. Yeah, well, I don't necessarily think Sheffield, Bradford, probably even Halifax. So certain teams couldn't go, but there's definitely top, top five, five top yeah. five contenders. I think it's going to be such a good season. Should As a neutralised you, yeah. I mean, you should, probably should. I'd advise you to get some of them I games. Mean, unfortunately, I have the perfect job to work in weeks, so I can probably get to a few championship games this year. On a Sunday, yeah. A Sunday afternoon, even if it's like a Fev against... I don't even, I can't think now, but like Feb Halifax. You literally could have just picked Sheffield, we've just talked about Yeah, I could have picked any out. Like, you know what I mean? Get to some game. I think there'll be a few more on telly potentially. Hopefully, Hopefully. Sky sort of pull the finger out, although that's an old other discussion. Let's not get on to the danger right. of Sky Rugby League. Where are we going Instead, next? we're Swinton. moving on to Swinton. Uh, Brandon Wood, Louis Brogan, Mitch Cox, Sam Grant, Ben Hayes, Joe Digby, and Taylor Brown. Again, Brexit rugby. Sort of, you sort of good championship league with standard players, but they have lost a couple of like Matty Ashton, who's a very good player. Like he's tore, I know he tore Bradford apart last year. He's tore a few other teams apart. Big loss. 
I really do worry for Swindon, but I worried for them last year and they managed to pull it out. They obviously will have one or two players who break through, and but then end up getting sold at the end of the season. So. And good youngsters from Wigan, Warrington, you'd expect them to be some talent coming out of that academy. Yeah. Um, and if they kick on, Championship could well be a good level for them. Yeah, really true. Flourish. True, true. Moving on to Toulouse, another one of the promotion favourites. The surely now 56-year-old Harrison Hansen linked <laughs> up with them. Frank Winterstein moving over from the NRL, probably the biggest name yeah. in the Championship signing-wise. Jai Hitchcock, which Callum has only just finished crying about before we started recording <laughs> this one, and Lloyd White from the Mackay Cutters, another yeah. Aussie feeder club. They're going big here at Toulouse. Yes, I think they're they're pushing for the they're pushing to get go. Up. I they want to go up, one hundred percent. And I, I know, just like I said to you before recording, I said if I were to pick a team right now who I thought would go up, it'd be Toulouse. I'd say this is not even just the foundations for going up. This is the building blocks for becoming the best French side in rugby league. Yeah, definitely. That's the aim for Toulouse, 100%. I'll just say this, they've built, they've built what they've got now slowly. They're just slowly building it up. And then they're not... They're going to have... They're going to yeah, have... They're, they're not rushing. They're not rushing it. Either. They're not splashing all the cash at once and making smart moves, which fair play. Yeah, I think it could be a good season. Moving on to the last... Two, three clubs now. Whitehaven, Ellis Gillum, Glenn Riley, Carl Dixon, Jimmy Thackeray and Brett Carter. Solid Again, signings, solid champ- not spectacular. Trying to settle themselves into the championship, which I think they'll do with them signings. Again, I think they'll be towards bottom, but I also think they're that good at home. Whitehaven up in Cumbria, I, just, I think. They'll be yeah, I don't think I'll be going there in a way. Yeah. <laughs> That might be a bit too far to travel. Right, witness is witness. Witness, um, again, very active in the market, witness. Jake Spedding, Kenny Baker, Dion Cross, Pat Moran, Liam Cooper, Logan Tompkins, a big signing for them. Shane Grady, Jack Johnson, Connor Dwyer, and of course, Matty Smith. Good signings. Very much top five hunt this year. Yeah, definitely. Logan Tompkins straight out the grand final. Even a player like Shane Grady. Great championship second rower. I yeah. know you probably don't know much about him, but played for Halifax last year. It says a lot when he's a player that I've actually come across in the championship. Yeah, yeah. Really good, solid second rower. Anyone who watches championship will tell you that. Good player. And we saw how Kevin Brown, pretty average at Warrington, big player for Widness. Yeah. Manny Smith could have the same effect, I think. Yeah, could do. You could be right with that. And lastly, York City Knights. Again, a team looking big this year. Will Sharp, Ben Johnston, Danny Washbrook, Chris Clarkson, James Green, Elliot Wallace and Jimmy Kynehorsten. Some right signings. Again, they're going to be top five. I really couldn't predict my top five right now. York could go up with that set of signings. Good, there's a good few teams who are definitely, who I think, there's probably about seven teams out of the nine that we said top nine. That, that I think I'll, I'll, I'll top five. You could argue our locks are top five. I, don't, I think Bradford and Sheffield are two that aren't, but are definitely going to be up there. Yeah. But I think York will up to be. York should be top five as well as Toulouse, probably London, Fev, and then you've got your Lees, your Halifaxes. I'd argue Lee are probably the best set out of the rest of them. But yeah, but you don't know how they're going to be. A bit of bad form, a couple of injuries could change all that. Definitely could. So that's championship. That's the championship signings. We'll have a quick break. We'll be back onto League One shortly, followed by kits. the kits from the t- 
summary of some of the kits. So, yeah, be right back in about a second. Five minutes later. Right, guys, welcome back to the Tri Time Podcast, where we're now moving on to the League One players. We're not going to go through everyone's sort of signings like we did for Championship, as a little less well known, so we don't know every single player that well. So, we're just going to do the top five players that we've looked through, all the signings and the top five. So. I'll Sorry let... if you're a fan of the League One club and wanted it in more depth. But, but we'll be doing a prediction. We'll do the prediction. We'll do a prediction for League One. Granted, it may have been made completely off the top of my head. We'll look through the teams. My knowledge, but... I know a bit about League One. Yeah, you, I, think... I mean, Bradford were only there like two years ago. Yeah, so... true. Right, so are we going through? This is the North particular Yeah, order. these are just... The top five going alphabetical for the teams. Wise. Um, I picked out Lee Jewett as the first of the standout signings. For, for Barrow Raiders. Barrow, that's it. Good Super League experience. Exactly. Over, I think, 100 games for Salford in all competitions. Yeah. Probably best known for the try for Castleford against, I think it was Wigan that sent them through to the yeah. Challenge Cup final in 2014, which we won't go into what happened there against yeah. Leeds. Cute looking smug for all of you that are <laughs> on the audio sites rather than the video. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's a good bit of experience for them. Hull KR, he's joined from, so again, Super League team. Yeah. He's in and around the selection there. And I genuinely think that's the sort of experience that at League One level yeah. can rally your forwards around and help push you on towards a yeah, championship definitely. promotion chase. And Barrow as well, not too far away from the hunt at the top. Well, they should be because they've just come down, so they should be worried about it. Exactly, up, and that's definitely a sign that's going to help them. Yeah. Number two. <coughs> so, right, you picked out Ross Peltier to Doncaster. Yeah, obviously I know a lot about Ross being a Bradford lad, played for Bradford. And I think you even said about when we played, you've seen him play against Leeds and stuff, how good, like, yeah. yeah he had a very a good, good game that day. Yeah. He's a good player and he scored a lot of tries for Bradford. He's just a proper Bradford lad. And he had, not he had, when we when you've got put in special measures, he had, <clears throat> so I'd not signed any contract hoping that Bradford could sort of get him, sort themselves out to offer him one but obviously he had to provide for his family and everything so he had to secure the job and that's why he's going to Doncaster I think good luck to him I think they're going to be a better team with him great forward he's going to have some highlights in League 1 especially he did when he was with us there I think it's just great signing for Doncaster really big for big powerful forward Jamaica International as well yeah same with Doncaster Jack Logan from Hull FC yeah, great signing. Good signing. A lot of Definitely. Super League experience when Hull have had injuries. He's always that guy who seems to set up, uh, like step up on backline. I think I've seen yeah. him play in second row a couple of times as well. Yeah, when they've been that possibly. short, it's Hull in it. They're all, they always seem to have They injuries. always seem to have horrid injury luck. Yeah, which is that's is what it is. But I think good luck to him in league when he probably didn't have to drop down that far. But I guess no, I think he could have got a championship game. He could have. Well, I mean, I, I definitely took him at Bradford, again. But there's all the logistics. Definitely looking towards they, I think Doncaster definitely could be coming up this year. So we'll get to that and gives him a chance to bed in and then championship. Yeah. Uh, moving away from Doncaster for playing... Even though there is some other good signings from Doncaster. There are some very good But we kind of don't want to just... Stick on stick Doncaster, on Doncaster too Doncaster, much. Yeah. We might touch on those in the predictions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. On to Jake Webster to Keithley. Good signing. You're definitely very upset about this one, again. <laughs> I'm not to say I'm very upset about it. I'd say... I understand why he left. I don't know why he's gone all the way down to League One, but I guess it's just... It's all about, like... 
the logistics of his family and he's probably going to get paid the same if he's in Championship or League One and maybe it's just... It's not too far to go. To, not in, not Castleford much, to Bradford not as, to Keithley. They're not all as much, in York. Not as much media pressure maybe in League One and stuff. And I just think he'll just enjoy his rugby there. Fair play. Did great for us last season. Such a good presence. I'd love to keep him, but obviously... And I don't think Keithley will be too are, far away, actually. No, I don't think they will either. They had a good season last year, despite the points deduction. <coughs> Without the points deduction, they'd have, done really, they'd have been so, in a really good position. So I think be a dark horse for the Championship? With Webster in, in that league as well, I think he'll win about it. Yeah, definitely. And finally to Newcastle, again, there are a couple of players we could have picked from here. Mikey Wood was the name we suggested. 22-year-old coming over from Bradford. Yeah, good sort of I've obviously aside from Bradford from Huddersfield sort of one of their academy graduates who couldn't quite make it in Super League come to us really well for us I, I think he's one of the most underrated players that Bradford had last season definitely man at match performance in my eyes I know Lily got it but for the Challenge Cup win against uh, Leeds he played basically in the front row for about 70, 70 minutes and he scored a try absolute workhorse great player honestly I'm, I, I don't, I'm surprised with that great maybe to do with like him wanting to go for them like Obviously, with the uncertainty at Bradford, but I'll definitely miss him. Great player. He'll do great Newcastle alongside the likes of Ashley Gibson that we picked up on. And Bob Bezzi. And Bob Bezzi as well. Came to mind. Honestly, I could definitely see two teams going up. Early prediction, this early, I would definitely go Doncaster and Newcastle. They're I looking like the two. Definitely. And I think Up fair there. play to them. Moving in the right direction, both teams. I think League One's going to be a good one. I think they're going to have some competition, but it should be a good one. Good league. That's all the that's the top then five. Then we picked out. So we're gonna now move on to our kits. top ten championship and league one kits, which I have got on my phone. Now there are some I'd like to say very questionable picks here, and I may well chip in at the end with a few carryouts as to yeah. which. So I, I think are okay, and which I, I think is deluded. I don't actually have these all in an order. I just have the picture, so I'm gonna order them now essentially. But I think I'm going to go for number 10. So number one is going to be the best. 10's the worst. We're not going to take ages doing this. Right. But we're going to have the the green Keefley Cougars kit. Which is this the away shirt? I have not got a clue. So I said the green one. I think, I think I've the seen away green. green. I, 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 I agree with you. I think that is the case. But the green. So it's obviously they've gone for that like superhero look. You don't like it, do you? I remember me saying. My one word to describe this is hideous well there you go I think it's cool I don't like it as much as I did when I first saw it like, when I first saw it I like that's great you were buzzing about this at first and I just thought like, now I think something. it's sort of come to the bottom of our list not much to say the green I don't really know why I don't like the green as much as I like the red but I'm going to just move on now to I prefer the green to the red we're moving on now to number Is nine the red number nine yeah <laughs> that says a lot about this design it locks out the bottom two on this list uh Again, I just think it's that it pops a bit better in red. Uh, but I think it's just going to be a funky way. You're going to What's see. What's the old wives' tale about red and green? We have a green logo plastered on a red chest. Yeah, it looks good. It. They're not South Sydney rabbit <laughs> Come on. But I think when you see Jake Webster absolutely filling this kit out, it's going to look absolutely quality. He's going to like. Of course, it comes back to him checking out Jake Webster in his new <laughs> no. kit. No, 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 not like that. Right, so good kits from Keithley. They're, they're the only. I'll tell you this: they're the only team with two kits actually on there. On Good. This list. So, so that'd be a bit dull. Number eight, we're gonna go with Rochdale. Kind of basic kit. 
This reminds me of a very, very vintage Trinity kit with the yeah. colours. With, like, the red as well there. It looks there, like a yeah. cycling jersey, actually, the yeah. more I look at it. Yeah, so the picture we're looking at now is not the one with anyone wearing it, so I no, think that'll the, be telling. It's the animated one, which is probably why it looks quite cycling jersey. Yeah. I quite like it, I'll I be honest. It's smart, quite smart, I think. Good colour scheme. Worth it for eight font list, I'd say. Yeah, I think they probably are. Question: It should be at the lower end of the top ten, but... Yeah, yeah. It's but a fair one to put in. So then, we're going to go with the... I got. Decide not to spot you. I'd have ranked it higher than what you have, by the way, considering some of what's in your top ten. We're gonna go with the one that Matt loves the most. I hate the barrow kit. I hate this shirt Number so seven. much. It is, and what did how did I describe it to you? It is the kit like on like a rugby league live game. You'd create a kit, and it's like this is what that kit would look like, where you go for like the mad like purpley and like the light neon green. I'll just purple, green, and white could make a very nice kit if done properly. If you can see that, have a look at see that. Look it up. Great kit. I don't. I think it's the awakening. I can't believe you just shown it to the camera rather than just put a picture over. Yeah, then I have to edit it. This is light, light work now. Anyway, nice kit. You don't it like it, but shit. I like the way it sort of looks like that rugby league live kit that you'd make. Funny kit. It'll be. I love it. I love it. Right, so now we're going to go to number six. Six. We're going to go for the Witness Third shirt. Oh, questionable. One See, of my favourites of the all top ten. I like it, but I just think in this picture of Jack Owens modelling it, I just don't think it does it justice enough for like an all black kit. Um, like I like the idea. I think it'll look good in person, but I just think it. Do I think it looks as good as the Liverpool? One for when we won the Champions yeah. League. No. But it's got that idea behind it. And it's a good enough kit. It's good enough kit. It's not bad, yeah. I think... Winners have done alright for kits this year. and Yeah. I think it's a good enough shirt. I think it's certainly top ten. Yeah, and that's in sixth. So now we're on yeah, to the top... Yeah, we should worry me about what you've ranked higher, actually. But We've got the top five. We're going to go with... Featherstone away, which I know you're a fan Questionable. of. Questionable. You're a fan of this, aren't you? I don't dislike it. I don't... I, the sponsor looks a bit clumsy. Yeah, but, but I like it how fits it, it fits the colours. I like the fact they've kept the logo in the white on contrast to the purple. It doesn't look messy with the shoulder sponsor compared to some yeah. in Super League. My question, Mark, is as soon as you get to one of the big props either side, particularly the man on the left of the That's not a prop. You don't know who that is, do you? That's He's built like a prop. Thomas Mins. I know that one's Tommy Mins. I was actually looking at the guy on the right originally, but then I saw the one on the left looks even more built like a prop. No. Whether it's just because McClellan looks very scrawny. It's not McClellan. It's not even McClellan, is it? I just looked at his face then, like, that's definitely not McClelland. Right, you've anyway. messed this up already, right? He's messed up Fev. He do not know Fev. Basically, Matt doesn't know the Fev. Basically, thing. they're just a Castleford's backside, aren't they? Even though they're a lot nicer people right. than I've been to Featherstone. I've never yeah. tried to be punched by a Featherstone fan. So, in terms of ranking them as fans, I would put them ahead of Castleford. You reckon? In terms of a place, Featherstone is basically just somewhere out the backside of Castleford. Yeah. Right, well, I'd say about this kit is it's... It doesn't suit the more portly gentleman on the pitch. It there lo- we go. It looks like it's a bit of a Newcastle funded design type kit. I've seen Newcastle wear a similar kit to this. But it's, it's a nice design. It's fifth. 
for top five. So now we're going to top for number four. We're going to win one that you actually don't like. I remember you saying that. The Coventry Bears. I don't dislike okay. it. Whether or not I would have put it in the top ten, I don't know. It's very Wickham Wanderers to me. It's very football it is. designed. It looks like a football kit. But I like it. I like the difference. It, it's not something you'd expect. It's the right sort of colours. I can't wait. I can't wait to see a big fat prop forward in it. Again, I don't know how it looks. A bit like Featherstone. I don't know what it's going to look like on the on the big lower league lower league prop, prop classic rugby league prop. Yeah. More bounce than conditioning. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's, that's fair enough. But I think it's nice, different sort of. Con- Still can't believe you've ranked this idiot shirt in the top three, but I'll let you carry on. I these my these top three are shirts that you like. I swear they are. They're not, but come on, number three. Number three. Okay, it's the one I don't like. What? You like this shirt? You told me you There's like this. There's a lot of things I like about this shirt, and a lot I do. It's the Whitehaven. Awake it. Awake it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to mess that bit up as well. I like the gold on the grey. The sponsor looks stupid. I mean, who are Fink Tattoo or Jink? It says pink, I think, does it? Is that that's not a P. Pink tattoo, isn't it? The P goes the wrong way then on the swirl. Whoever the hell they are. The colour scheme looks fine. BLK, mm, you can't judge the kit manufacturer. For me, I like the green's it, dark. I like the like Maui on the dark. I, I do like the Maui on the arm. I like the zigzags on the front. I just think grey is a very dull base colour to go for. And yeah. it needed something a bit a bit lighter. More yeah. of a silvery grey, I think, would yeah, work yeah. better. Yeah, I can see that. I like it. Especially though. with a better contrast then to the Maori on the sleeves, to the stripes on the front. Yeah. And number two. We've got your favourite. I love this shirt. The pink, I'm going to admit the pink it. North Wales away shirt. I love the Crusaders away kit. Pink. It's got like the dragon on, the, like, dragon on it. Like, the the dragon, dragon in the dark pink. The yeah. white V on it looks and very it's smart. 1895 white. Smart. At like, the top there. Who actually makes this kit? Is that? Is it 1895 Sports? Is that the manufacturer? I would imagine it is, actually. Yeah, I think so. That's quite smart, then, actually. It is. The only comment I will say, you've got the badge, which works well with the colours against both the white and the pink. It offsets yeah. that. On the other side, the sponsor logo probably would have looked better all in the white. Yeah. I think, it, I think the blue from that looks a bit messy on the pink. Yeah. Other than that... What, do you like the Wrexham Lager sponsor, shirt sponsor? I do, actually. <laughs> it does go, actually, doesn't it? It fits very well with the shirt, yeah. And obviously, very much how Wrexham-based. How are near pink enough. kits going to look? I mean, we've is... had a couple. Yeah, you are. And I've always liked them. Yeah. And they were pretty I feel like this is a different type of pink, though, isn't it? This is, it's not poppy, it's more yeah. of a baby pink, isn't it? I think it'll look okay. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Are you ready for the number one? Yeah, again, I'm done. Right, we've got the Sheffield away kit. I love this kit. I think this kit is so I smart. think it's okay, but I think there are nicer yellow and black kits in the league. The the way that they're just like the the yellow is so like I just like that cut that like sort of grade of yellow. And I think all the sponsor figures and like the black, the way it's like there, and then the way it's like got like zigzaggy lines on it and it like just looks I don't know, yeah. it just pops to me. And O'Neill's as well, I think, are a good kit manufacturer. 
So in terms of what I would have thrown into the mix there, I think York shirts both look nicer than that one. Particularly their away kit. I think York shirts are nice, but I don't think they didn't think that's The black looks effective with all the sponsors in good contrast. The yellow trim on the arms and the lower body, yeah. for me, work really well. In terms of other kits, the Swinton home shirt. That's smart. The yeah. use of the light and the dark blue looks really smart. The white yeah. V, again, popping nicely to that one. I think as well, the London shirt's pretty smart, but I don't think we've made the top ten. Yeah. Halifax, very typical. You not, like the Dewsbury Not a fan though. of Dewsbury and Fev home shirts. Bradford? I actually it, haven't put Bradford in my list, even though I do like, like Bradford. that shirt. You like Bradford. I think it's controversial, one of the worst ones they've had in recent years. Yeah. Well, that's your opinion. It's the one I like actually comes out of League One, and it's the Workington Town home kit. Oh, yeah, one yeah. of my favourites is this one. I think the Toyota logo works really well on the blue, crossing into the white. My only doubt is it's very cluttered with sponsors. Yeah, the number of logos they're making on the money. there they're is making the money anyway. a bit excessive. <laughs> but, yeah, for me, that is, in terms of design, one of the better kits. Yeah, it's a nice kit. Yeah. And I okay. think that's our... That's our top ten. If you've got any others that you think we've missed or where you think I'm wrong or someone that wants to be very clever and try to just oh, well, actually, this Featherstone player is so-and-so alongside Tommy Mins, then... <laughs> I do know that player is, but I just don't know off the top of my head. You know I you can't know think of his name. Oh, yeah, it's um, Render. Jack Render. Is it Jack Render? It might it well is. be. His last name is definitely I recognise the face, yeah. Right, so we're going to come back. We're going to have a quick another quick break. Then we're going to come back and do like we did last... Last episode, we're going to do some trivia. Matt's going to be judging me on some trivia. Which you could be interesting. Try along yourselves. We'll just be back in a second. Yeah. Five minutes later. Right, welcome back to the Try Time podcast. We're back here with some trivia now after the main parts of the episode. So it's over to Matt, who's going to be giving me some trivia. Okay, so we've got three questions today. One, very much quick fire. Here's the facts. Do you know it or not? Again, we're going to go revisit a game our favourite club's past, can we remember who scored the tries, and also look to a particular season in Super League history and try and work out again who were the top try scorers that year. We might eventually mix that up and go for some different stats. Yeah, yeah, we will do, yeah. First of all, then, who holds the record for the most caps, international caps for Australia? For Australia? So I'm looking for a single person. A single person. Jonathan Thurston? Yeah. No, it's got to be Cameron Smith, on it? It's not. This what? pops up in the programme, actually, from the Boxing Day game at Leeds Wakefield, and I did know this one, so you're going to do a bit of pressure here. Meninga? No. You're on the right line to the half-back. Lockyer? Yes. Oh. Darren Lockyer. That's not Eventually you got there. Yeah, yeah. The others have got to be up and around. They will be around there, there, but not to put it out there, Lockie was my first guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you can't help it. (laughs) So, we gave him not too far history, and we all know how much he loves Bradford and the Super League. So, and he also wants to shut up about the Challenge Cup, so this seems fitting. All the try scorers from Bradford's last win in the Super League against Leeds Rhinos on the 1st of August 2014. Last win? Yes. The try scorers? Yes. How many is there for each team? There's that? three on each team. 
Three hundred to so six altogether. Yes, and as a bonus, and what was the score? What was the, the girls? What was the score? Fourteen twenty to Bradford. We're at odds. It was at Headingley. I was at this game. I, I, I will be with Sidlow. No. Yeah. Ian Sibit. No. Yeah. I swear it was forward line. That might be a <laughs> it, different game. There are. This, I don't think been, there was any forwards on here. Elliot Keir? Nope. Wait, I'm going to go Leeds because that'll go be Go Leeds first. Ryan Hall? No. Ablett? No. Watkins? No. I did say Ian, these are some very obscure wait, players. Ian Kerr? No. He went Wakefield back then. I, how do I know that? I'm just going off the bed of weird play. James Jones Buchanan? No. Who will even be in at Leeds then? 2014. Hardacre? Was the kicker for the Rhinos who kicked uh, one of the three. Which means I would imagine Sinfield. Well, was Sinfield gone by then? No, he won't worry. Sinfield was still there. Didn't play, I imagine. Didn't play. This was, this was around the time that McDermott decided it would be a good idea to start introducing Liam Sutcliffe a bit more. Oh, uh, Liam Sutcliffe? No. <laughs> I'm not going to give you an answer, am I? Uh, Watkins? No. I've already said Watkins. You haven't. Uh, only one Briscoe. Oh, Briscoe wanted to be winger, then weren't he? With Ben Jones Bishop. We had both that season. Which one were it? Who scored? Ben Jones Bishop? No. Briscoe? Luke Briscoe? Yes. Uh, I couldn't really give that either yeah. way. Singleton? No. Cuthbertson? No. One of them only left recently. Garbert? No. No. Recently. Jamie, no, Injury Jamie prone. Steve had a dodgy eye. Galloway, he no. won't be then. Had a dodgy eye. He what? had to retire what? because he, he had, a, had something with his eye and he couldn't see very well. Galloway, no. I think Eh. Also, came over in twenty ten from Gold Coast. Is he only just retired from Leeds? Yes. Not last year, the year before, I think. Full of tattoos. You've got people screaming this at you. Full of tattoos? Number 15. Wait, don't give me it. Don't give me any more clues. I don't think I can give you any more clues. Number 15. A tattooed Aussie that joined from Gold Coast at the start of the decade. Who retired? What the position? Give me the position. Originally sent to then moving to second row. Oh, Delaney. Yes. Oh, that, yeah. You won't. I don't think you'll get the third one then, because it's another Aussie forward. Right. He was very affected by injuries and never really had a massive run in the team. Left a couple of years ago now. I think back in twenty sixteen he left. What position? Like. Second row slash loose forward. Right, come on, go on to Bradford. We'll go on to Bradford. All right. now. So I've got two of Leeds, have I? And I've got no Bradford. One of them is now at Leeds, which should be very easy for you. One of the Bradford players? Yes. Alex Miller? No. That also was a good guess, though. That was your kicker game. that day. <laughs> Who's that? Our kicker on that day that's now at Leeds? Yes. Former Man of Steel. Oh, Luke Gale, obviously. Yeah, yeah Luke Gale. That that's the easy one. Oh, moved on to Huddersfield. 
Lee Gaskell. Yes. Right, don't give me any more clues now, because I know what Rashford played. Right, Gaskell. So, I don't know if you'll get the other guy. Forward or back? Oh, you don't even know yourself, do you? I think he's a winger, <laughs> but I don't know for Wait, sure. I might be thinking of someone yeah, else. Like Luke, Keith Lulia. Adam, no. Hen- Adam Henry. No. Elliot Keir, I've said that. No, right? you said that one. He might not be a winger, let me check. <laughs> right, I Lee- think I might be thinking of a Salford player that's a winger. The Leeds player is a second row or loose forward. That's from Australia who left. Yes. A couple of years ago. Never really been good for Leeds. Did he win, um, did he win any grand finals with Leeds? It yes. Have been Where he actually played? I believe I feel so. like I know what you mean, but I just... You know when you just can't... I think he was always okay. No, this is the guy I'm thinking of. Is he, he is a, a winger. Is he still in Super League? Is he in... No, he he retired after leaving Bradford in 2016. Wait, he was at Salford Wait, as well. Wait, Daddy, Daddy Williams? Yeah. I knew I was thinking of the guy at Salford. Wait, right. So this is the difficult one to get. He set up a gym with Ian Kirk, if that helps. Oh, that's the player I know as well. That's the <laughs> player I mean. I can't think of his name. Don't give me it though. In other news, it's nearly 2020, what, so it might, what does it it might be in a different decade by the time you get this. What does he look like? No, like, give me a skin Tall, colour. white, dark hair. Started out quite short, it ended up being quite moppy by the time he left. Joined around 2012. Let me know when you give up. What's his, what were his number? He had a few, it was around 17 to 19. He had a couple of years in the t- low 20s as well. He was always a fringe player. Began with A. His last name? Yes. What did his first name begin with? N. His last name, Abbott? Ab- 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 do you give up yet? No, no. Because I'm regretting this question. I'm not good at this stuff. I don't know. I'm good at being like what you're doing now. Ma- Michael? No. Matthew? No. Me. Mick. Give, give, give me the first name. Mitchell. Often shot Oh, my God. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, what's his last name now? A-Church. that's it. I'll think so many names we've read then. Mitch A-Church, yep. I knew that person. I said they were awkward scores. He said, yeah. no, I'll be right, go with it. It's Bradford, isn't it? <laughs> okay. I did get the Bradford ones fairly easily. Which kicker of a Bradford is at Leeds now? Yeah. Right, come on, give it the next one. Uh, okay, the top, I'm going to go 10, try scores from the 2011 season. Top 10? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of easy names on here, to be fair. There's from only 2011, a... that's time ago, that's like 10 years ago. Ryan Hall? Yes. He was at Wait, do it think, do it think quickly, because I'm going to be here a while, so don't break the place. Uh, 
Right, Ryan Hall. Yeah. There are some very Where was Ryan Hall though? You didn't give me numbers away though. Two. Justin Carney. try off the top scorer. Carney? No. Pat Richards? No. Charb do want to run there, don't worry. He was. Is he on the list? He is. Where? Number seven. Trying to go through its big, like, good teams. Well, Leeds were a good team. Big Wigan. Well, Wigan Chandler? Like, Lulawai? No. I don't think Lulawai be did that, like, without winning, they had, like, Brett Finch. They had the top try scorer that year, did Wigan. It wasn't Josh Chandler or Pat Richards. Were it a centre? No. Wigan? No. Halfback? No. Fullback? Yes. Well, that when they had that bald Bowen. That was 2015, not 2011. I've got good with time. He was the, probably the best player in the 2015 Grand Final where they lost to Leeds. So we're fullback. If you can't think Wigan fullbacks from the early 2010s, this is a big problem here because this is a name you should know. Is he st- when did he retire? Is he he hasn't. He still play- he, he broke st- through at number six. Does he still play for Wigan? No. Who does he play for now? Catalan. Oh. <sighs> this is embarrassing here. Tompkins. Sam Tompkins. Top try score in 2011. Yeah. So I've got one, You've two got and one and two. And six. And six. And seven. Seven. Uh, Hull, Hull, Hull have got a couple on here. Hull, Liner? Nope, was he not for him. Wait, have Bradford got anyone on there? Not that I'm aware of. Kia? No. I can't remember who are, who are with them all, but that, that, There's they're... no obvious names here that are Bradford backs. They are up. Bradford. Hull have got a couple. And you were very close with Lynham. You're halfway there, I'd say. Line? You said it's not was... the Lynham right there. <laughs> right. It's the other part. Ham? No, Tom. Oh, Makinson. When has Tommy Makinson been a whole FC winger? Well, you, you said to- Tom. For goodness sake. Briscoe. Hallelujah. Who is centre? Came out of retirement the other year. Yeah, yes, they That's are five and eight respectively. Give me another. Give me a clue. Warrington centre and winger partnership. Atkins. Yes. Five six. Sorry. Who would who would have a winger for Warrington? Luke Castleford. Waterham. Yes. Four. How many do I need? Warrington have another centre up there, back down at number nine, as well as a half back at ten. So Warrington have a lot. Half back Libriers. No. The other one. Milo? Yes. Ten. Above him is another centre. He hasn't really done anything since leaving Warrington. This is one of Is he in Super League though? Oh, Reese Evans? No, I think he's last turned out at Wigness, if I remember rightly. Let me check. Oh, Chris Bridge? Yeah, that's the guy. Did he go anywhere after Wigness? Don't think so, no. No. Uh, I would never got left. So, you've got one more to get, and it's a number three. And honestly, I, I think 
I'm trying to remember where he was in 20, and I want to say he's Hull KR. Yeah, he was. He was Hull KR at 2011. <sighs> Winger or? Centre. Is he a bit of a journeyman? Is he a bit of a journeyman? He's played for three clubs. What is he playing? Is he, is he in the league at the minute? He has appeared in a grand final in the last couple of years. I don't want to say exactly which one, because I feel like you've had quite a lot of cute clubs. Yeah, yeah. Right, so I've gone through the last couple of grand finals. You got. We had him in a team of the decade podcast in the next few weeks, and I actually shortlisted him for this one. He's very much in potential of making it into my team of the decade. Michael Shenton? No. That is a good guess, though. That is a fair. good guess, and he was in the grand final for Castle for a few years ago. It can't be. But he Who was it? Webster. Oh, it's Jake Webster. It's not Jake Webster. He was that is Cass. a good guess because he probably wore OKR that year. That, that I year. Was it Cass? No, not then. He won 2011. I bet Jake Webster wore OKR. I'll check that. I can guarantee. In that case, it'll be the other one. But I don't know the one he's off to me. But that is a good guess as well because he won the other Cass Centre in the grand final. He was at Hull Car, actually. That's that was what I mean. That's an Kingston. See? Good guess. Not a bad one, but it's not right. So it can't be a cast centre then, because they were two cast centres. No, it's a, whole, it's a whole KR centre. Yeah, but who oh, played now. in... Wait, which means yeah. it could be a lead centre, but what... Ca- no. No, because that's... Ca- that's the lead centre is going to be... Yeah, and it's not either of them. No, it's not. Which means it could be the last year, which Saints is centre. It won't be Percival or Niguama. Who did Saints play last year? Solford. Solford. That, yeah, I, I don't know. I should have gone with Salford straight away. You should have done. Chris Weller? Yes. You got, that I, was heavy going. You could have said, any, to be fair, you could have given me a clue that, like, oh, well, played for Bradford. You could, you could have literally just said played for Bradford. You got that easy, though. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. You had to go straight away. Right. You discussed your interior. And also, I'm more concerned the fact it took you four minutes to get Sam Tomkins. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, that, Tom, the half of Tom Lynham correct at Hull FC becomes Tommy Makinson <laughs> in 2011. That's, I think that's been successful. I think I did very well with that. Right. I mean, you forgot the sheer existence of Luke Gale for a few <laughs> seconds. But right, well, that's it for this that episode. Seems a good... Episode three. So thank yeah, you for your continued... Thank you for your continued support. Keep Let giving us feedback. Let's a whole episode of this trivia bag. Yeah, yeah. Because I felt we can get some priceless stumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of truth. You know, like, give us feedback. Give us some questions. Stuff you want us to cover. If anyone knows Mitch Church, please do ask him to come on so Callum knows who he is again. <laughs> so thank you again. Thank you. I think that's all we've got yeah. to say. If you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. If you're not, why not? Because we have got some exclusives. So we're all we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the lot now. So make sure you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review because it makes it, it does make a difference when you leave a review. So tweet us, messages, anything. Yeah. Anything. Just let us know you exist. Yeah. That's fine as well. Thanks for watching, slash listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>